Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Crossan, and I'm here to help you build a brand, make an impact, and have some fun on social media. I'm the owner of Fun Love Media, a social media management and content creation agency in Houston, Texas. I'm a wife, a mom of two, and when I'm not working or with my family, you can find me on my Peloton bike or tread, dancing on social media, or cuddle up with wine watching reality television. Please know that this show could include some grown-up language here or there. Let's get started. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast, episode 137. I am your hostess, Brittany Crossan. Cool show today. It's a totally different topic than what we have ever talked about, and I think it's something that's going to interest a lot of you. So my guest is Carrie Fitzgerald. She is a product business strategist and consultant. So Basically, the translation for that is that she helps business owners that want to add a product, a physical product into the mix. So like if you wanted to like add in a line of coffee mugs because your brand, you talk about coffee a lot, right? <laughs> and you wanted to start selling those and do the whole the whole thing of a jigger behind all that carries your girl. Like that's the kind of thing that she does. So I thought that was really really cool because it's fun to have like a physical product for your business. I'm starting to work on that sort of thing for my own. And I think it's, it's cool. Like who wouldn't want to like have somebody like using, like I said, their coffee mug or maybe wearing your t-shirt or something like that. Right. I mean, it's, it's a really cool addition to a business and a brand. And I think it can really add, um, something special to it. Coming up next is my guest, Carrie Fitzgerald. Today's guest is a product business strategist, consultant, and your go-to product marketing whiz. After starting her first high-end pet subscription box, the Dapper Dog Box, in 2016, she grew the business to multi-six figures of revenue in two years without funding, staff, or support, and then successfully sold the business in 2019. Today, she helps subscription box, e-commerce, and product-based business owners create wildly in-demand uh, brand and probably <laughs> in demand brand, I'm sorry, and products that their customers are obsessed with. She's a proud boy and dog mom and some fun facts. Okay, here we go. She is grossly, her words, grossly obsessed with hot sauce, puts it on everything, hates wearing socks, and is a fellow Peloton lover. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast, Carrie Fitzgerald. Thank you so much. That just made me crack up laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I loved how you put grossly obsessed with hot sauce. I was like, that is serious business. So you're like that on that commercial where they say, I put that shit on everything. Oh my God. Yes. That, <laughs> that literally is me every day of my life. And I just got back from India literally last night and I ate about six to seven chili peppers every single day. <laughs> you just like the pepper. Oh my gosh. This is okay. You and my, you and my husband, I swear he wants to put hot sauce on everything too. And I'm always like, Oh, but then I only taste the hot sauce. And he's like, yeah, that's the point. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. I put it on every, pretty much put it on everything. I literally have in my cabinet right now, I think about 17 bottles of hot sauce. Dang. Not including, not including Tabasco or like Frank's red or crystals. I mean like small batch from a, like a small company. I see. Okay. So, so there's a whole other level. Like it's not just like Frank's and like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Like the stuff you get at the supermarket. I, 
yes, I buy hot sauce from every, like if I travel anywhere, I always buy hot sauce or just, I've gotten subscription boxes and yeah, I sort of can't get enough. So I'm crazy. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And you're a fellow Pelotoner, if that's even a thing word, right? Pelotoner. Yeah. That's how, like, I, I don't even know where I first found you, but I saw your videos and I was like, oh my gosh, I love her. She loves <laughs> Peloton and um yeah I love Peloton I love Cody I know you like I believe you like Cody as well but uh, I like yes Cody. and I'm very loyal to like the few people I like I only yes. I only do Cody um and Kendall for the most part That's yeah it. yeah I think that's a thing because I've heard that from other people and I I've done mm-hmm. that too in fact it's funny because I got once I discovered Cody um I got on this like Cody streak for I'm talking like months. It was, it was kind of getting out of hand. Cause I was like, I won't, I'm not riding with anyone else. It's just not <laughs> happening. So I got like a whole, and then finally I forced myself. I was like, Brittany, get it together and ride with at least one other person. So, I, but I do ride with him most of the time, but I also, I do enjoy Kendall. I haven't taken as many of her rides, but I also like Alex and I, I love Robin in general. You know, she's a yeah. cool. Cool. There's so many good ones. So anyway, I love that we share that, but, um, the Peloton community is far and wide and strong. That's for sure. Um, but anyway, okay. Moving on to business. (laughs) So, um, I'm so happy. Like I told you before we start recording that you're here to talk about this. I've never had anybody come on the show to talk about this specific topic before. Um, I think it's important. It's really interesting too. I think it's probably something that's like, like we all know about e-commerce and the fact that you can have products, physical products and all that, but like, mm-hmm. maybe you get so wrapped up in whatever you're doing. Like if you have a service, you know, that you provide that maybe you don't even think about it or something. So I'm, I'm excited about it, but I would love to know how you got into this. So I said in your intro, you did the dapper dog, mm-hmm. box, which congratulations, that's exciting. Thank and you. how did, I mean, like, why did that even start just cause you love your dog? Um, oh gosh, I'm trying to make this super brief. So it started (laughs) like, I'll give you the cliff notes version. I have a career in marketing, um, marketing and sales, mainly in the education, international education space. So I did that for a while. And then I had a baby. We moved to the, from, I'm from Boston. Originally we moved to California and went through a bit of a hard time after having a child. I know that you're a mom, so I feel like I can talk about mom stuff. Of course. Um, and I was just like, I just want to do something different and new. And I was interviewing for marketing jobs, nothing sort of stuck. And literally at the gym, I had a six month old baby. So you know what that time is a bit challenging. I was at the gym doing one of the machines and it, the idea popped into my brain. I had never once in my whole life thought, I want to start a product-based business, never it popped into my brain. You should do a, um, a product business, a subscription box business. I have no, it was like the universe gave me a gift. I firmly believe that. Um, and I thought about it for, I think one or two days. And then I thought, okay, it's, it's happening. Um, but what kind of subscription box do I do? <laughs> and I was thinking about like, oh, maybe I'll do a baby box. Cause I just had a baby. And it was like, nah, no, not for me. And I had a dog. Well, I still have her. She's 10 now. And I was like, I could do something in the pet niche because I love dogs. I'm a marketer. Like this should be so easy. Um, And so, yeah, I, this was in April of 2016. And then by July of 2016, the business was launched. So I'm the type of person where like, I get an idea and I know pretty quickly, like it's a yes or a no. And if it's a yes, I like dive 
yep. first into it. Like there's nothing that will kind of stop me. Um, right. No idea what I was doing. Uh, like I said, I had never thought of doing a product-based business. It just came into my brain and it felt like it felt like the right thing. So yeah, um, that's how that started. So that was like the quick version, but that's yeah. awesome. I love mm-hmm. it. And then you ended up selling it in 2019, which, <clears throat> excuse me, is also very cool, which I'm, we can have a whole other podcast episode on that, but you know, um, I think that's amazing. Uh, Congratulations. That's yeah. really, really cool. Um, it was like selling my, like, it was like selling a baby kind of, it was something that I poured my like blood, sweat and tears poured my whole life into this business and selling it was, I always say starting the business was the best thing I ever did, but selling it was, it's really the second best thing I ever did, but it probably is the first thing. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, and now like I help people start or launch their product-based business. So it's, and I definitely feel like what I'm doing now is much more good for me, like just having more freedom and flexibility because that's really important to me in my personal life. So, right. uh, Right. Do you help, do you help people with their product businesses, like, um, on a consulting Mm -hmm. level, or is it more of a coaching? Like, how, how do you, how do you, like, if somebody was going out, I'm just curious for, cause I'm curious, but I'm sure somebody listening is too. If somebody came to you and said, okay, I want you to help me do this. How, how is that modeled? Yeah. So I have a few different things, honestly, like I have an entire course for like this box people, but I don't really focus on subscription box anymore. I focus more on, um, like if you wanted to start like a beauty brand and sell like skincare or, um, I don't know, candles or apparel, I focus more on those like physical, um, like one-time products, not subscription. Um, however, um, yes, I offer, um, like consultations, coaching. So I do all sorts of things. Most people I work with, if they want to launch a brand, I work with them. It's more of like a four month type of situation where we would start with like the four, like the foundations of it and then work through like, how do you come up with your idea? How do you validate it? How do you um, get the actual product? How do you do product photography? How do you pre-launch? How do you launch it? So um, definitely more on the coaching stuff, but I have so much course material that I generally just give course stuff for people too. So. Right. Right. Okay. That's cool. I was just curious how how it worked. Um, okay. And then I I do want to ask you specifically about the topic that we were, um, that we're going to talk about, which is four Mm -hmm. different, um, types of products that, that someone could use to like, you know, create, and it would go with their brand. But first I want to ask just more of a general question so people can understand, um, what, what do you think in general is like the, say advantage or the benefit or whatever, you know, to having a physical product, if you don't yet. So say somebody's considering it. Um, and they, you know, so anybody listening in case you're wondering, like if you're a beginner, like, you know, a t-shirt or a candle or, you know, whatever kind of product you want. Um, what do you think in general is the benefit of it? Like, what would you tell somebody who's kind of like trying to decide if they should or shouldn't do it? Yeah, I think there's one, there's one benefit and I'll only talk about one because I think there's many, but there's one that is very important is diversifying your revenue streams and taking advantage of the fact that you already have an audience of people who like, know, and trust you. You know, when you're starting off, like if you're a business coach or you have a service-based business and you're first starting off, like, you know what it's like to build that audience. And it's really hard. It's really hard. You're slaving away on social media. You're slaving away. Like you're trying to grow your email list. 
Um, but when you already have people who like you and you launch a physical product, people that like you will probably buy anything that you sell. And like, look at, and here's just an example. Look at all celebrities. Think of your, like, who's your favorite, um, who's your favorite celebrity, whether it's like a musician or an actor or like, I don't know, a reality person. Like, I know you like the housewives, like <laughs> who's your favorite person? Pick a favorite housewife. I don't know, but let's go with Kyle Richards. <laughs> oh gosh. I don't know. I don't know. Beverly that. Hills, but you know who else came to my mind in general? That's not a housewife, but mm-hmm. I thought about Jennifer Aniston with all her stuff. Cause she has, she's, doing lots of product stuff, right? Like with the commercials and lotions. <laughs> like Avino. Yes. Avino. Yes. Like, I don't know if she's like, yeah, I don't know what her well, she's like representing that. it, but like, I think that people Nothing. would buy it because mm-hmm. she, yeah, she's probably some sort of like affiliate or ambassador, but yeah, yeah that's exactly it. Like so many, and I'm thinking in my head, like the bachelor people, if you notice, look at any of the famous bachelors and you're likely going to see that they've launched a clothing line, yeah, beauty products, um, like workout clothes, workout apparel. It's because they're taking advantage of their, and I'm like literally waving my hands around like under the screen. Um, cause I get all <laughs> excited. They're taking advantage of their audience. They have all these people, millions of people who love them and worship them and they're going to come out with like a lip gloss line or um, a self tanner. I mean, the, the opportunities are endless. And if it makes sense for their brand, people will buy it, you know? Yep. Yep. Um, so the biggest advantage here is like one, diversifying income, but two, or maybe like a hyphen is leveraging your existing audience. You right. know, you have the opportunity to really sell a lot of things. And the, here's the other thing too, is like when you create a physical product as part of your brand, you can always sell that business. Just like I told you I sold, or we didn't really talk about it, but like I sold my business. Right. Um, when you are making a lot of money and your profits are good, you can also sell that. So it's, there's so much opportunity to make more money because you have an audience of people that like you. So right. Right. Biggest, 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 biggest thing. Yeah. A better example. I, I cannot believe I didn't come up with this example first is Kim Kardashian. Um, yes. so oh clearly God. like skims and her undergarment thingamajiggers. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that's a, a good example. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. And obviously she's on a huge scale, but I mean, it would, it could, I mean, I'm sure you'd agree. This could work on any scale, right? Like if somebody has a really mm-hmm. engaged audience, say on Instagram, and maybe they only have compared to Kim's millions, but maybe they have 5,000 followers, but like, it's solid. They get lots of good engagement. People really like them and really follow along even that, right. You don't have to have millions of followers. No, not at all. And like one person, I know that Madison has been on your podcast, but like Madison Tinder, she's yeah. a business coach and she launched her scrunchie business. Right. So I worked with her. It must I was going to ask you if you worked with her. Yeah. I had a feeling. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's been, I think a year and a half since I worked with her, but I helped her to, to launch that product. And then I worked with, um, I'm not sure if you know the so, soulful scrunchies, right? Yes. We'll give her a plug. <laughs> soulful scrunchies. Okay. And like, there's just been a few other people that I've worked with who they, they have an existing audience. It doesn't have to be a huge audience, but if you have like, even like a mic, I, I don't know. I feel like in some way we're all our own little influencers. I hate to use the word influencer, but, yeah, we but- are. like, if you have any sort of audience that you have a community, people will buy what you sell. So it doesn't have to be a Kardashian. It could be like, if you have a few thousand followers on Instagram, or you have a podcast with the following, or you have like 
a YouTube channel. I mean, YouTube is a perfect example. People like you, they trust you. You yep. can launch really anything and create a really awesome brand. So. Right. I love that. Okay, uh, cool. Thank you. Um, all right. So let's dive in and talk about the four different types of products that you can, I've got my notes here quickly create. I like that and launch that makes sense, obviously for your brand. What are those four suggestions? So there's a few different options and I, I want to keep this like super simple because I know with the e-commerce space, there's just a lot of different options and I don't want to overwhelm people. Um, but you could think of it into like a few buckets of things. So like, if you wanted to get started quickly, you could do something called, um, I'm not sure if you've heard of this, like print on demand. So I'll go through like a few different business options and I'll give you a couple like examples of each one. Okay. So print on demand is probably the easiest option if you're wanting to just launch something. So this is perfect for someone where, and I'll go through what it is, but like, if you wanted, if you ever thought of doing like, mer like people call it merch, I don't call it merch, but <laughs> it's very trendy, actually very trendy. be like, I feel like this could work really well for you. Cause I feel like you probably have so many like funny little slogans that you say, but if you wanted to, if you ever thought about launching like sweatshirts, t-shirts, maybe like bags with certain sayings on them, uh -huh. print on demand is literally it is so easy to get started. You sign up for a platform, you create a couple designs and you literally like open up this catalog and it's like white, pink, blue t-shirts or sweatshirts. You slap that little design on and you can sell it. And if people don't buy it, then they don't buy it. There's no inventory required. Um, it's amazing. It's amazing. So print on demand is a really easy business model to get started if you want to launch a physical product quickly. And honestly, like it's, it's pretty much risk-free, you know, right. very little time and investment to get started. And if people buy, you make money. If they don't buy, you don't lose any money. So it's awesome. so easy. Um, okay. so yeah, those products would be something like t-shirts, sweatshirts. And I won't go beyond that. Cause I feel like that's for most service-based businesses or coaches, like that really is a super easy way to get started. Right. Um, but it could be going into like mugs, candles, um, like home decor stuff. It, there's so many options with print on demand. So, right. Okay. Um, I love that. I love that. Okay. Print on demand. Yeah. You could just, you just basically, you could just sign up for a service and, mm -hmm. and design a t-shirt and then, and then promote it and see if someone wants to buy it. And if they do, then they print it on demand, uh, mm -hmm. the shirt and then ship it out for you. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay, sweet. I wanted to paint a picture for somebody listening. Um, yeah. I've done that before. It's a whole other story. We'll talk about that later. But um, <laughs> okay, print on demand. What what else do you think would be um, pretty quick and simple? So again, and I have a couple examples I can go into, but like if you wanted to do like one of my um, past students, she had a coaching business. She, I forget. Oh, she was an online OBM. Sorry. So she had an online business and she helped people with like online business management stuff. And she helped people like do funnels and all sorts of stuff. And she was like, I have all these programs and I'm trying to send all these gifts to my clients. And there's no easy way to send a really cool gift box. So I'm going to start my own gift boxing business. So uh, like, I don't want to say subscription box, but like curated box yeah. assortments would be relatively easy to, to do and launch and kind of get started. 
um, because you could use those for your own clients or depending on your niche, you could use those. So like another person I helped, she is, I think she's like a nutritionist and she has a really big social media account. And so she did a strategy session with me and she was like, we want to launch a gifting service for like health and wellness clients or professionals. So very like super specific and niche, which is awesome, but doing curated boxes is great because you don't have to, you don't have to create a product. You're really just curating right. together, if that makes sense. You're buying yeah. the products and like putting them together. Right. So in my opinion, that's, it's quite easy to, I would say, get started. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. That's pretty cool too. You're right. Like you're not having to literally design it from scratch. You're putting it together and it, and it probably like super in line with your brand and makes sense for your audience yeah. and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Like my that. client, my past student, I keep saying client, my past student who did the, um, like the, the gifting, it was like more of a high end elevated, um, gifting experience. Have you ever used like box box? It's kind of like a box box type of thing. I haven't, but I know what you're talking about. And I know a gal that's actually working on, on a project like this. So I've kind of heard some behind the scenes, but yeah. 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 So, and like, that's what a subscription box business is, is like you each month or each quarter, you kind of curate different products together. Um, so I've done everything from like manufacturing to just curation and the curation part is super fun, super easy. And I see a huge opportunity for people. If you already have an existing audience and you want to do some sort of like gift boxes for things, people love that stuff because people are always needing to buy gifts for different people, different situations. So right, right. Boxes are easy and pretty fun. Yeah. That is cool. And then it's like, also, I mean, for the consumer, that's, that's, um, I mean, it's convenient for them, but it's also like, if somebody's really particular about gift giving, I feel like that's kind of cool. Cause if you're buying that sort of thing, odds are the person hasn't gotten this before this, it's unique. It's like a, it's an experience. <laughs> I feel like on their end to buy the box for someone. And then of course the recipient. So I think mm-hmm. that's a fun one. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. We have so, some, you can do print on demand, curated mm-hmm. gift boxes, essentially. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then if you want to, so again, like this would be something like we talked about, like Madison launching her scrunchie brand. So you buy scrunchies or products that are already made and you're essentially like, it's, it's kind of called like white labeling or private labeling essentially. Yeah. Um, for her, like she's not labeling her scrunchies or putting a brand like on the actual scrunchie. But if you are looking for, um, and I can give a couple examples of this. Um, if you're looking to launch like a brand and have, it, I'm trying to also say it so it's not confusing and overwhelming <laughs> because some of oh. these things, like they kind of overlap a little bit. Um, right. But yeah, you essentially like, if you were like, oh, you know what, I'm dying to do like, um, I don't know, give me an example of something that you would like to do. And I'll just kind of talk about that a little bit. Maybe there's like any kind of product that you might like or accessory, or I don't know, anything in general. Hmm. Let's go with a wine glass. Can we do that? (laughs) I like that. Yeah. So yeah, I'll try to use a wine glass. So say you wanted to do something like, not like a plain wine glass, but something interesting. So let's say like you wanted to do stemless flutes, but like, I don't know, they may have like a different type of 
um, design on them or something. Yeah. So you would find someone who already makes the stemless flutes, you would buy them and then you ship them from your own, like whether it's your home or a warehouse or a third party warehouse. Um, so that would be essentially like starting your own e-commerce online store. So they're all kind of similar, but you're not having to physically make something. You're not having to manufacture it. You're just finding someone who already makes the product, right. buying it from them and then reselling it. So it's kind of like a few different options here, um, but it would be called like reselling or like um, private labeling. Right. Kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So this is also like, this is easy, but again, you, if you have to buy inventory, you have to, you know, get packaging for it, things like that, which I think are like, I love talking about packaging, but, um, <laughs> print on demand, like they ship it somewhere else. You don't have to do anything. So getting a physical yeah. product and shipping it on your own, um, space does take a little bit more work, but in my opinion, you control the, um, you have control over everything. Like you can create this amazing experience for the customers with packaging, with um, all those types of things. So this is my personal favorite out of all the ones because you're actually creating a brand and you're creating um, an awesome product for people that people like. So, and you're doing awesome. You can create an awesome customer experience again with like packaging, with the inserts that you put in. Um, so. Which one's your favorite? Which one are you saying? Like this one that we're talking about right now. So kind okay. of like. Yeah. I mean, I would call this like the most e-commerce of all the three. I mean, they're all e-commerce. E-commerce is literally selling a product online, but this is like you're creating a product or you're create you're buying a product and reselling it. So yeah. Right. So this is my favorite because I really I'm very, very much into customer experience. So how can I create a product and ship it to my customer? And when they get it in their mailbox, they are so wowed that they have to whip out their phone and take a photo for social media. So that's like, that's my jam. So that's why I like this one because you truly have the most control um, where print on demand, like, you know, you're not controlling the shipping someone else's, right. Or if it's your product that you have at your house or even like a warehouse where you've created your own terms with them, stuff can be shipped out the next day or in two days or something. So right. it's just about control, which is, can be important for an e-commerce business because as you probably know with Amazon, Amazon has kind of um, destroyed. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, I like Amazon. My husband works for Amazon. I am like team small business, but I also like Amazon too. Sure. Um, but like they have kind of ruined it for consumers because consumers now expect free shipping. You know, you order right now and it shows up at your doorstep in 10 minutes for a small e-commerce brand, that's not super feasible. So yeah. the more right. control you have, the more you can make your customers happy. Basically, Right. Right. And if you do have that good experience like that, like what you're talking about, it does differentiate you from, from Amazon, at least with that, you know? Um, but so yeah. it seems like it's also like presentation, right? Like, it, and that's probably, it depends on, I guess, probably the details of somebody's brand and what their overall vibe is, but also their preference. Cause if somebody doesn't care about mm -hmm. sending a product with a great presentation that they're going to want to take a picture of the beautiful packaging, then fine. You don't care. So maybe print on demand or something and maybe, you know, but, but you're right. Like that's really important to some people to, for it to arrive like beautifully. And it's like, yeah. make that first impression and be very exciting and pretty and all the things. So I mean, I guess it's just a matter of choosing what works good with their brand, but also like what they 
care about, I guess, right. Their preference. Yeah, absolutely. It, it totally comes down to your brand. Like if you're like, if your brand is like super high end and like everything is elevated and perfect, then you don't want to send customers a product in like a crappy package with like no shipping or like no control over shipping and things like that. So there's a lot of options here. And I like to always tell people like, it doesn't have to be so hard to launch a product-based business. It doesn't have to be perfect. Um, so sort of like, depending on what you're thinking, there are so many options for you and it can be super easy. So, right. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, cool. Well, that's good to hear. Cause I know people can feel very overwhelmed thinking about like, oh my gosh, yeah. this, is, this is a huge deal, but yeah, that's good to hear that it can be. Do you, mm-hmm. oh wait, I'm cutting you off. I'm, no, wait, we, are we going three? Or are we going four? We I'll, I'll talk about the fourth one. Cause this is, okay. this is actually, um, I would say print on demand is the easiest. And then this one um, could be the second easiest. So okay. I'll talk about this. So this could be something like you hand make a product. Mm-hmm. So you can hand make a product and you could sell it on a platform like Etsy, even like Amazon handmade, you could sell it on. Um, a lot of people who hand make products. So a lot, like just as, as an example, if you wanted to do, and I don't want to confuse people here. So I'm trying to keep it super simple. So say you wanted to sell like your wine glasses, but you wanted to have some sort of um, like design on them. So I know a lot of wine glasses, you can buy like personalized um, wine glasses as gifts and they'll have like your name on them or they'll have like Mr. and Mrs. or something like that. And you're, you're using, I forget what the material is, but there's some kind of like material that you put on the glass. Right. So that could be a super easy way. Um, to hand make an item, like you're partially hand making it, but you are hand making it and you can sell it on Etsy. Etsy, you really don't need any requirements. You don't have to have a business license. You can literally, you can start selling products on Etsy at some point. Like, yes, you want to have a business license, you know? Yes. I always recommend (laughs) if you have a product-based business and it's not going to be a hobby. It's like, you, you really want to double down. You want to get an LLC for protection. But if you just want to start off and just see how things go and like try to get the basics of learning about a product-based business, Etsy is so easy. So, so, so easy. Um, so even if you wanted to make like sweatshirts or apparel, um, or like customized wine glasses or anything customized, um, Etsy is the easiest place to start. You like, you could literally sign up today and start selling products today. Okay. Super easy. Um, so whether it's a handmade item or like a custom, like a wine glass with a label on it. So it doesn't have to be, you know, like you're in your backyard in your warehouse. Like let's take a quick break from this episode to talk about small biz social society. I created this mastermind membership back in 2020 because I wanted to help as many ambitious entrepreneurs as possible shine on social media. This amazing community is going strong and is filled with smart, creative, and fun members that are all rising up together. Small Biz Social Society members get access to a huge catalog of social media, online marketing, and business education led by guest experts and yours truly. And we add new classes and resources every single month. A member favorite is definitely our monthly power hour chat where members join me in a live Zoom call to have a business powwow. It's 
So fun. And the support is priceless. This membership is your one-stop shop, your main resource for online marketing and business guidance. And at just $18 per month, it's a steal. You don't have to do this alone. We're ready to welcome you with open arms. For more information, head to smallbizsocialsociety.com. One of my uh, past customers literally built like um, not a warehouse in her backyard, but like a, a workshop. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I've been up since three o'clock in the morning. Um, jet lag from our trip. Yes. Yes. You've had a uh, bit of a busy time. Yes. Yeah, no, that's okay. Um, yeah, she built a workshop in her backyard and she like hand pours candles and she launched a subscription box business and she launched an Etsy store and her Etsy store blew up within a few months. Um, she was one of my first ever podcast guests, but she's such an inspirational story because she just tried a few different things and figured out, uh, like double down on the one thing that was working. And yeah, she's now like killing it in the candle space. And she, um, yeah. So just an example, like Etsy doesn't have to be complicated either, but Etsy with Etsy, you have to like make the product. You can't like buy a t-shirt online and then try to resell it on Etsy. Mm -hmm. It has to be um, something that's handmade. Some sort of so. customized. So, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So, I mean, the first thing that pops in my mind, if somebody was thinking about these four things in wanting to choose one, it's like, you also need to think about, I mean, we talked about how you, you have to consider your brand and what makes sense, what kind of product makes sense and, and, and what your personal preference is, but also like the, the effort and the process, right? Like if, if some, I mean, somebody needs to understand that, if you want minimal effort on your end, then you probably should do print on demand. (laughs) Right. Mm -hmm. But if you, so I guess it depends on like, how do you gauge that? How do you, how do you basically recommend that to somebody whenever they're trying to say they were going to decide on one of these four? Mm -hmm. Um, do you talk about that? Like, okay, well, how, how much time do you have to devote to this? Or do you have an assistant or, you know, whatever? Yeah. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, you have, I think it really comes down to, you have to understand your brand and your audience, you know, um, like if your audience are, are moms and you're, and you're like, Hey, I want to launch like a product for men that makes no sense. And it's probably not going to be worked very well for you. (laughs) You (laughs) Um, so it has to make sense for your audience and your brand. So like, we can kind of talk about like Madison again for a second. Um, I feel like yes. her a lot, but it's a great example. Madison Tinder, everybody go follow Madison yes. on Instagram. So she had an audience of people. She was always wearing hair scrunchies. So she was like, I really, I kind of want to launch a hair scrunchie brand. And so it makes total sense for her because she was already wearing the product all the time. And she yeah. was able to sort of talk about scrunchies in a way that made sense for her audience. Like um, I want to, I'm launching a scrunchie business because I want to make women feel more confident and beautiful and like blah, 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 blah. Right. So it completely makes sense for her brand. She's not launching like um, a coffee brand or something. Right. Um, which I think would be an awesome opportunity. Um, but <laughs> yeah. So You're it, like, I've got so many ideas here. <laughs> yeah, I, have, I do have so many ideas. It's awful. Um, I love it. <laughs> yeah. So it, she thought about her brand and her audience and chose a product that makes sense. So I think there's a lot of options for people, but yes, I definitely advise people um, on a variety of things, but I think the most important thing to think about is like, what kind of product would I be excited to talk about? You know, is there something that I already talk about on, on my podcast, on my YouTube channel, 
um, on my Instagram? Is there something that I wear or talk about a lot that makes sense? Like, so for me, I talk about hot sauce a lot on my Instagram. I talk about hot sauce all the time. It's like kind of become my thing. So right. people will see hot sauce in a store, take pictures and send it to me and say, oh, I saw this and thought of you. Yeah. So for me, like I could probably launch, like, I'm not going to, I thought about it and I'm not, I'm not <laughs> going to, but like, I could definitely probably launch like a hot sauce brand and it would make sense because I have already talked about it. I love it. Um, or I'm also obsessed with coffee. So like I could probably do like a coffee mug or something or even like coffee beans. And that sort of makes sense for me. And I think a lot of my audience are also coffee drinkers. So that's how we kind of want to start thinking about like what kind of product would I like to, to sell? Um, what kind of product makes sense for my brand and audience? And then the last part or not the last part, but one of the parts would be, like you said, how much time money do I have to invest? Like, is this a hobby? Is this something that I just want to try? So I want to kind of start off on the easiest level, or do I want to launch like, um, like one of my past clients was, she was, um, business coach of some kind and she wanted to launch bubble bath. So again, like bubble bath is not a print on demand sweatshirt. That's like a proper product and brand. And you have to work with like a chemist and you have to like, there's a lot more to it because it's not just like a simple product. Um, with that said, like her product is going to be amazing, like high end, it's going to be awesome. So you just kind of have to think of like, what kind of product makes sense for my business and brand? What do I, what, what would I be excited to talk about or sell? And then what's sort of feasible for me where I'm at today? You know, um, if you want to start small and simple, don't launch a bubble bath brand, do something <sighs> that's on a smaller level, understand more about the space, the product space, and then you can always move into like the bigger thing. You know what I mean? Right. Um, right. I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah, no, that does. No, that was all really helpful. Um, perfect. Yeah. Um, what, what I wanted to ask you before we go, just a couple other things. Um, mm -hmm. What would be like a common, um, a common thing you've seen, like a common uh, mistake or a common misconception or like red flags or anything like that? Like, like is you know, if there was something obvious where it's like this kind of person or this kind of business definitely shouldn't do it or don't make this mistake or anything like that to kind of watch out for in the process of doing this. Oh my gosh. There's probably, there's probably plenty. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like a really big one. I think like, I mean, the, the biggest thing, like, again, is if you already have an audience of people, you really can launch most things and people probably would buy. Um, I think a big mistake is probably like, this might not even be a mistake, but I think a lot of people think that it's easy. It can be easy, but yeah. a lot of people assume like, oh, well, I already have a service-based brand. So it's going to be so easy to like launch anything. While I do agree with most of that, it, it's still like, I see people underestimating the amount of work that it takes. Right. You still have to show up and market it. You still have to get product photos. Like this is a real business. And so people, I see people underestimating the amount of work that it can take to like maintain Right. Um, your other brand, like you need social media for it. You need to have video content. You need like to do email marketing. And another thing, is, and I'm not trying to like scare people away. I think no, it's but it's it's true. Yeah, opportunity. It is night and day. 
night and day selling a physical product versus like, I know that you do everything with social media. So how you would teach people social media and coach them totally different than a physical product. Yeah. So that's the other mistake I see is like people transition into a physical product and, and then they come to me and they're like, um, I don't know how to do my social media or like, I don't even know what to send my email list because I'm so used to talking about funnels and like right. buy my online course or like, here's how you talk to your audience on social media, but it's very different with a physical product. Right. Um, like for example, for like a coaching or service-based business, your website may not be the most important thing you need, you know, right. product photos or like your brand photos, you probably need some, but like, that's not going to dictate whether people buy from you versus a physical product. Like your product photos in your website are the two most important things you need. And like, yeah. those are the two things you need to put your money into, not like your logo and like all that kind of stuff. So right. I think like, those are two big mistakes I see is like people underestimate, like, you know, it's a lot of work if you have right. a physical product and like the things that you need to sell a physical product, um, or the things that you focus on in terms of like your website, social media, all that, um, product photos in your website are going to be the, one of the two most important things, because if you have an, um, an e-commerce business, your website is how people buy from you. It's the medium of where people buy. And if your website is not designed well, if your photos are really poor, then people, you're losing a lot of opportunity for people to buy basically. Right. Okay. Yeah. And also, I mean, yeah. I think people, especially people starting out could just think about how you feel as a consumer. Like, how do you feel when you go to a website or something to, to buy something and make sure that you would feel good about buying it? That, that I mean, I feel like that's kind of a, easy way to get started on <clears throat> shifting your mindset to think like, you know, what works for you? That's what they're going to think. Like you wouldn't want to buy something where it's like a blurry picture of, <laughs> like, you know, a wine glass sitting there and it looks horrible. Right. No. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. I also thought of one more mistake that I'll share. Cause I think yeah. this is a really big one. So again, you're used to, um, your audience is probably a lot of like coaches, service-based business owners, um, and so you don't have to ship physical products. So when you're thinking about creating a physical product, keep in mind that shipping is super expensive and your weight matters. Basically. Yes, that's so a good point. It's, yeah. So I see this all the time. I don't even know why this wasn't the first thing that, that came to mind because it's a huge mistake. Um, people will be like, oh, and I'm trying to think of someone that I was working with recently where they told me their idea. And I was like, don't freaking do that. No, you're not doing that. They wanted to sell like hand painted bricks. <laughs> yeah. Like something that I, I, I'm blanking on what the product was, but it was something that's super heavy and breakable. <laughs> I forget what it is, but so like the two big no-nos breakable and heavy. Um, the more heavy your product is, the bigger packaging you have to buy, which is expensive and shipping rates will just go up and customers don't want to pay for shipping. So you have to bake in your shipping costs into your yes. price and it's just a mess. So the best advice I could ever give you is if you want to start, if you want to sell physical products, light and small, that's the right. best combination, light and small. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's good advice though. I let, you're so right. Golly, you're right. I, yep. I didn't even think of that earlier either about the weight of things, but it's so, yeah. so true. Like that turns yep. it into like the shipping nightmare probably. So light mm-hmm. and small is the key. Yep. If you possibly can, <laughs> that's what yeah. you should aim light for. So if it's like, I love people that sell like skincare, it's like they can ship it in the little teeny poly mailer yeah. thing. And it's like a couple bucks and it's done. Um, yeah, I, I wish I could think about that example. I was telling you like, yeah, it was like the super breakable item. And I was like, this is the worst thing I've ever heard of. Don't ever sell that. <laughs> You're going to ship it. And it's going to show up to the customers, like broken into pieces and shipping is expensive. So yeah, that's, that's fine. And, you know, another um, example, I don't know if you're familiar with them, but I know probably a lot of people listen to this show also listen to the skinny confidential. um, And they, she has built up this brand over years and years, years, and now has her own product. So I just say, I mentioned that as an example, because I know a lot of people listen to this show, listen to that one. Um, Mm -hmm. It's a really good show. And um, that brand skinny confidential was a a blog. And then um, is a podcast and, and now it's just really exploded. And and she did come out with her own like, uh, products. They're usually like a beauty product. So like a face roller, like the little ice cold roller thing you do on your skin and, uh, things like that. So that's another good example. I'm just trying to think of anything that would help somebody have a reference point, but, um, Mm -hmm. I love it so much. This is so cool. So, okay. So before I let you go, how do you, how can people find you so they can dig deeper in here? They can find your website, your courses and your podcast mm-hmm. and talk about your podcast. Yeah. yeah. So I have a podcast. It's called the, um, six figure product business podcast. And I have, um, I have a few episodes on launching and starting a business. So those would be, um, some good resources, but yeah, that is like my go. That's like your go-to for anything in the physical product space. So having an online store, um, creating a brand, creating a high-end brand, all that stuff. Um, I have a lot of episodes that would be super helpful. And then my website, terryfitzgerald.com will have some information on like services and sort of like what I offer. And you can always message me on Instagram. And if you have any questions, um, that's a great place to kind of start off with. I love hearing from people and just, you know, most people will say the, here's my idea. Like, here's what I'm thinking, like any feedback, could you help me? Like what, how do I get started? And I can always give you some resources. I have like I've pivoted my business like 600 times in the past two years since I've done this. And so I started off helping people launch their business and I moved into like existing businesses and now I sort of do both. And so I have a lot of resources on starting and launching a brand. And so I can always send you some blog posts or, um, things like that. So, right. I have a lot of options. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, cool. And we'll make sure and put links to all of that in the show notes, of course, for all of you guys. So it makes it easier on you. Um, Thank you so much for being on the show today, Carrie. Yeah, thank you. I was so excited for today. Me too. (laughs) Me too. Thank you so much for taking the time. No problem. Thanks for listening to today's show, y'all. For more information about the podcast, go to socialsunshinepodcast.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe to the Social Sunshine Podcast YouTube channel. For more information about me, go to brittanycrossin.com and connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, TikTok, and Clubhouse. The Social Sunshine Podcast is a Fun Love Media production. Funlovemedia.com. Bye.